Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our body's intuition for the purpose of living in bliss, freedom, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I am thrilled that this episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel Affiliate, source code meditation, something that has been very transformational and liberating for my own life. It's an online education and meditation practice for awakening and energizing your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes for the link to sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, go to drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I'll send you Rachel's nine happiness and healing essentials and my new video class, Radical Radiant Growth. I also have an app that will support you on your inner healing journey to express your most true radiant self. Go to rachelapp.com for the details. Today's episode is called Creating Miracles Through Love with Molly Friedenfeld. Molly is an Illuminarian. Illuminarian is a word she created by combining the words illuminate and humanitarian. It is Molly's life mission to illuminate the way for other souls to remember their inner wisdom and brilliance, forgive the self, heal the mind, and return to their true nature. And she inspires all who will listen that they were born to do the same. She is the author of two books, The Book of Simple Human Truths and Becoming an Earthly Angel. Molly is an inspirational speaker and facilitator. Each year, she gathers lightworkers from around the country to join in the Union of Oneness for her annual spiritual retreats, which are held on a 300-acre farm in southern Minnesota. She also facilitates a weekly A Course in Miracles study group teleconference. The teleconference is free and available to all. You can find out more about Molly's books, retreats, teleconferences, and other offerings of the heart on her website platforms, violetwisdom.com and mollyfriedenfeld.com. Welcome to the show, Molly. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Rachel. It's an honor to be with you today. Yeah, I I love having people on the podcast who are sharing such important work with the world. And often people have their own personal story of transformation, how they came to this point of helping others in this deep, profound, spiritual way. You know, what's your personal story or journey of transformation? Yes, my story, I'm sure, is similar to everyone else's. It just has different faces and different places, but it's all the same, the, mm. the grand and beautiful unfolding and awakening of uh, our awareness of returning to uh, the oneness, which is also kind of funny because we've never left it. We've always been connected to it, but we have just fallen asleep. And I guess it would be better stated, the, the awakening to the awareness of the oneness. And my journey started, of course, on the day of my birth, but uh, a lot of the awakening part of it uh, began, excuse me, began when I worked in radio for 13 years in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at a radio station called W Light. And uh, 
it was a station that we all were family members and we all just uh, totally connected and we were all friends. And um, the thing that is so interesting is that it had the word light in, um, you know, the station call letters where I worked. And Uh in that platform, I learned a lot about uh, frequency you know, tuning in your station to the right station so you get a clear message and not a staticky message. Mm -hmm. And there were all these undertones of messages that were coming in for me that I wasn't aware of at the time. But once I woke up, I was completely aware of the power of tuning in to the correct frequency or the frequency of the higher vibrations. And if you tune into a lower vibration station, if you will, then you will experience that. If you choose to focus on a higher vibration, a higher frequency, you know, like a lot of people talk about angel energy and things like that, then you will experience a whole different world. And so this experience in radio taught me so much about that. Uh, And I only knew about it after, 10 years after I was in radio, I only knew I learned from it. So it was pretty, pretty amazing. The The next unfolding came for me is as I was phasing out of radio, my father was getting ready to transition and leave this earth. And uh, it was really, I call it transitioning to the light because um, energy never dies. It's always changing and transforming. And we are constantly like a you know a born here and we're a caterpillar and then we go into the pupa phase and then at the end of life we you know the butterfly is such a perfect symbol for this it it opens the pupa and out comes this beautiful um, butterfly and the energy has completely transformed from the caterpillar to the butterfly and mm-hmm. so in the book that I've written the book of simple human truths I have a a specific experience about that with my father about when you're leaving this earth, um, the moment that the spark of the soul leaves the body, it just becomes the shell. The body is the container or the shell or the pupa that has opened to release the spark of the divine to go back to the oneness. And um, I was with my father uh, that night that he had passed away. And I was on my journey at this point, really beginning to awaken more and more, putting these little um, symbols and messages together to that were starting to make sense. Like, I'm like, wow, all this stuff is just like, Mm -hmm. so starting to make so much sense, like not discounting things anymore and really looking for um, the whole beauty behind all of these things. So my the beautiful thing is my father uh, was in a hospice center and my family, we spent all this time with him before he passed away. And it was really one of the things I love to say to people, the end of life transition, when you move beyond the fear of it becomes one of the most beautiful gifts you can ever experience on this earth, being with a loved one and actually being like the angel on earth, the earthly angel Um, passing off this loved one to the angelic realm as they transition to the other side. And um, the night that my father was getting ready to transition, he had asked us as we were sitting in the room, can you open the door and let those people in? Mm -hmm. As he was seeing his loved ones and his angels arrive, you know, in in spirit to, to gather with him, 
And that became another huge illumination for me. Like, what is he seeing? Like, what's going on? And he would have these, um, you know, in and out phases where his foot was in two worlds. And he at one point sat up in bed and he says, I need to charge, you know, my phone. I need to get ready to travel. I need to charge my phone. And it was, you know, and he was talking about getting tickets ready for a train ride. I mean, all these symbols about traveling to the next phase of this beautiful world, you know, mm-hmm. of, of what's beyond the veil. And so all of those things really woke me up and um, just started really coming together, this beautiful tapestry of like, my gosh, this is so beautiful how the universe is just, you know, waking me up and him as he gets ready to travel and then the last couple of things just on that night that were so amazing that woke me up was um, the hospice nurses, which are a- earthly angels on earth. They had mentioned when someone gets ready to transition here, this was a one level hospice unit in uh, Brooklyn Center on Bass Lake. And uh, they had said the deer come and they will stand outside of the, w- the window and that night, a big buck came and stood outside my father's window all wow. night long. And then the other deer came and laid down. And uh, my brother was like, Dad, that deer is coming to take you home. And it was like the most oh, powerful experience. So after my father had passed away uh, that night, and I was driving down um, this road, this one-lane going one direction north and one lane going south. Um, It was like three o'clock in the morning because I was stayed there with him until he passed. And I heard very clearly, or I felt it in every ounce of my being. It was like this voice came into my car and it said, uh, slow down and stop. And I was like, what? So here was another huge, you know, I was just open. I was open to hearing all of this information. So I turned around the corner in my car and I stopped because I was going at like 50 miles an hour at the time. And there was a deer standing in the middle of the road. And I said, Oh my gosh, dad, thank you for the message. I know you're okay. Thank you. And then the deer just, as I said, thank you. It just went blink, blink, blink Mm -hmm. and hopped to the side of the road and just stood there looking at me. And we just, I stayed there for a few minutes, just having this beautiful encounter uh, with this deer. And as I drove and my taillights were, you know, heading down the road, I looked in my rearview mirror and that deer was still looking in the rearview mirror at me with me. And um, oh. it was just, so that started everything. It yeah. opened up absolutely everything for me. And it became this, um, and my father is one of the souls that assisted me with writing my first book, the book of simple human truth. He was mm-hmm. an author an unpublished author in this life. And he always wanted to be published, but this was the, the you know, back in the 70s and 80s, it was the big publishing companies and mm-hmm. he was never signed with one. So that was one of my um, gifts back to him as he gave me these gifts of assisting me while writing this book that he is now a, an author in this book with me as I've put his name in, in my book. So it was just, a, this is a cool journey that keeps on giving. Oh my gosh. Wow. You, I, I had goosebumps. I had tears in my eyes all while you're sharing that beautiful story and experience. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think it, what's so important, you know, of it for any listeners who are kind of like, oh gosh, you know, really? Or 
that, that that's possible, that we can live guided, we can feel connected to, to everyone who's been with us or is with us. And um, that's a really great example of like our connection, gosh, into nature too, through animals. Wow. Yes. It just shows we're all, we are connected with everyone and everything. And when we, when we really, really connect with the, the bigger purpose that we are custodians and stewards of this earth, and we are here to assist with the awakening of the consciousness on this planet, it becomes a very, very sacred responsibility for each one of us to be responsible with the energy we bring forth on this earth. And every day I wake up, the moment my eyes open, I just ask, how may I serve on this earth? How may I serve here? And then we really create these sacred connections with absolutely humans, insects, animals, nature, water, air, fire, everything becomes one with us. And it is my, my gift and my honor to help people remember that connection. I'm not teaching people anything. I'm just helping them remember that they have all of this inner wisdom and brilliance within them as well. Yeah. And that's a very important message too, that this isn't just for people who feel that experience. You know, it's not just for those people. Everyone has access to living and feeling life this way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone. And when we, uh, when we really are in this connection and the flow, like the title of our show today, you know, creating miracles with love, when we are in the flow with the divine and the universe, the universe completely works with us. It's, it is always trying and, and working with us. We are just not aware of it and we're blocking it. So when we remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence, we realize how supported and adored and loved that we are. And uh, then we really start seeing the synchronicities and we start really creating unions, just like you do with your podcast. You are creating a sacred union with whoever you're inviting on your podcast. And then you're also creating another union with whoever is listening. So you're doing your part with creating the union as well. It's all these beautiful divine puzzle pieces that we're, um, connecting and creating together that creates this beautiful tapestry here. Yeah, cool. Thank you for that. Um, so talk more about miracles. When you speak of creating miracles through love, what, what do you mean by miracles and how do we do that? Well, I am a, a course in miracles facilitator, I call myself. And, uh, I facilitate A Course in Miracles teleconference once a week, which is free to anyone who would be interested, and that's on my website that we'll mention later. Uh, I also facilitate the A Course in Miracles in-person study group. And when we're in these um, groups, I form circles. Instead of standing in front of people and have people sit out in what looks like an audience, um, I have a circle with everyone, no matter how big the the location is will create a half a circle or a whole circle depending on the number of people Mm -hmm. Uh, because each one of us is each other's teachers is each other's facilitator Uh, there is no one that has more or less knowledge than another it's just more someone has maybe connected into and remembered more than another Mm -hmm. and we're each facilitating in the remembrance so when 
we're sitting in these circles and we're sharing and we're um, reading in the book, which A Course in Miracles was a book that was channeled back in the 70s. And it was a channeled um, book that has um, Jesus's teachings in it. It's his teachings of what he was uh, moving out in the world, that we can all do this together. We are all the same as him. We all have the spark of God. It is just removing the blocks to the awareness of present of the presence of love that allows us to create the miracles. And so for an example, one that just happened um, the other day and keeping in mind that people think that miracles need to be, you know, these stories created by saints that are in books with pages yellowed by time. And, and that's just not the case. Each one of us can and are asked to create miracles every single day for miracles are natural because they are expressions of love. And anytime we are flowing and offering love to another, we are creating a miracle. We are creating a union of the heart. We are connecting a rainbow bridge from our heart to another person's heart. And I talk about rainbow bridge energy because it is the energy that is it's connected to unicorn energy, this unconditional love. It's connected to this absolute like child spirit, the innocence where everyone, I don't know anyone that um, I've ever connected with that has said, nope, I don't like rainbows, not one bit. And so <laughs> it's like this energy that's just an offering for everyone and everything of just absolute love. And so here's an example of how a miracle um, can look. And, and someone can say, um, a miracle can be a smile. You walk down the street and you just happen to smile at someone. You're smiling at someone. And that's the only thing that they needed that day for that person has been, let's say, going through a difficult time or a depression. And for one glimmer of a moment that morning, they said, okay, universe, if you're really real, then you show me that someone loves me today. Let, me, let someone see me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And they head out the door. And then you, walking with your light, the walking lighthouse, leaving light trails in your footsteps, being a beacon of light unto this earth, you just know that you are connected to everyone. And as you're walking by people, you look in their eyes and you smile. And you happen to do that to the person that walked out of their house that day with their eyes down looking at the sidewalk. And in that one momentary instant, they happen to look up and connect your eyes with their eyes as their heart sent out a wave of love to that person's heart and smiled. And that one moment was the thing that unlocked the prison door that they've been holding over their heart. For SMILE basically is an acronym that means start my internal love engine. It's a acronym that Master Chuni Lin, who is a a master at Qigong teaches, start my internal love engine. I love that. Love behind the smile, love. And we can create miracles through, through this love. Another very um, interesting, synchro- here's, how, here's how a miracle can look that contains synchronicity and love and just like, wow, how can you even, you know, you can't even make that up with your mental mind, you know. Uh, this was like two weeks ago, our friend who's here working on um, a project at our house, he's a handyman. And uh, he was asking me about, you know, things are waking up with a lot of people. And he just out of the blue was asking me about, you know, do you believe in ghosts? And what about this? And what about that? So I was just saying to him, 
I face everything with love. If you face everything with love, there is nothing to fear because fear is the opposite of love. That's the ego world. And love is the source of the connection to all that is. I said, so let me give you an ex experience of what love looks like and everything, you know, we are a spirit in this body. You know, everyone is a spirit. And even the word inspiration comes from the word in spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's inspiring others to connect into the spirit within them. And when we inspire someone with a, a story or an experience that is full of light, then that is what we share with another person. And that is what they receive. So I really am very aware of my responsibility to share stories and experiences that are full of light and not bring any fear into the experience for that actually creates insanity because once you have fear, um, if you're sharing that fear, then that's what you're sharing. So I want to just share experiences of love with people. And so I said, let me share an experience of love about uh, my father's spirit. So I was explaining to him how all, all the lifetime during my father, he was very connected with um, you know, deer. And even mm -hmm. on the night of his passing, there was a deer that showed up outside of his window. And he was like a deer hunter, but he wouldn't hunt deer. He would go and sit in nature and just look at the deer and, you know, look at nature, you know, walking by and things like that. So as I was explaining this to my friend, as I'm saying this, I said, and here's how our loved ones on the other side give us messages symbolically so that they can let us know that they're with us because we can definitely get messages from our loved ones in spirit. Um, we just have to be aware of the of how they're giving us messages. So my maiden name is Hershey, mm -hmm. and my father used to be called Hirsch or Hirschberger. People would give him give him that nickname. Yeah. <laughs> my husband and I were driving through um, the Costco parking lot one day. A minivan pulled up right in front of us, and whenever that happens, not just a minivan, but whenever a car pulls yeah. in front of me. I look at the license plate because it's something that is there to get my attention. And when I'm telling my friend this, when I looked at the license plate on the back of the license plate, it said Hirsch. Mm. And my friend got this, you know, big look on his face. Now this happened probably eight years ago. This is how synchronicities keep giving the gift because once you start a chain of light, it never stops. So when I mentioned to him, it said Hirsch on that license plate, he got this look on his face and he said, oh my gosh, do you know what the word Hirsch means? And I said, you know, what's interesting. I am so interested in significance of names, yeah. but I haven't looked up my last name Hershey or Hirsch. I haven't looked that up. Uh -huh. And he said, well, I'm German. He, and he's, he's from Germany. And he said, Hirsch in German means deer. Oh, Wow. So I was like, wow, talk about the layers of miracle and synchronicity in that. Mm -hmm. You see, so even 10 years later, the miracle keeps giving 10 years <laughs> later. So that's why I, I really love to talk to people about creating miracles with love because you're creating a link in the chain of goodness that keeps on giving. And as you tell that story that lights someone up and they share that with another person, then that lights that person up. And this is how we start the wave of love and motion that brings more love upon all of our shores because you can't stop the light. You're not ever going to stop it. There's just no stopping it. 
And when we're responsible with our light and we choose to be these emissaries of light here, these stewards of the earth, that is how we light up the world. We don't have to do any worrying about what's going to happen to this and what's going to happen to that. The light will prevail. It, there mm. is no, there's no chance that it won't. Yeah. Gosh, you're speaking to so many powerful things. I mean, one of the things I picked up on was kind of this concept that I, I feel is like in, in faith, there is no fear. And then you're also speaking about like, there's so much meaning, spiritual meaning, maybe not our, what we create from our, um, like our ego self, but like the meaning and perfection and light in, in everything that we so often can go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And when we, when we have faith, we are saying we are placing a declaration to the universe. We are always getting back to when I worked in radio, tuning our frequency, sending out a transmission or tuning into the radio station. So what transmission are we sending out to the universe? When we say, I have faith that absolutely everything is going according to divine plan, absolutely everything we are sending out a transmission out to the universe. And that is like, if you could see, you know, imagine expanding your, yourself and you're looking at the, at the earth and you look at your light where you are on the, on the earth as, a, as a, a point of light and you're sending this transmission out. I have faith. Everything's going according to divine plan. You're sending up beautiful sparklers of light up across the, the earth and the universe, you know, and, and being responsible with our energy is knowing that either we are raising the vibration of this planet, we're lowering the vibration of this planet, or we can be neutral. There are really three energetic stances that mm -hmm. at any one time we're connecting in with. And when we awaken to our responsibility here as being emissaries of light, we we say, you know, okay, yes, we we fall asleep and we forget. But the moment that we remember again, it is pick yourself up, forgive yourself for, for forgetting, let that go and start sending out the transmission that we are, we are the light here. We are, we are perfect, whole and complete and everything is already done. And it is just the awakening to the fact that everything is already done. It is this ego world that is the opposite so everything is that is the opposite of what we may call um, the energy of heaven that energetic essence of heaven the opposite of that is ego there is no hell it's just an energetic place we put ourselves in in our mind when mm -hmm. we connect into the ego mind and uh, when we really are aware of that in every moment we go, Ooh, this is the world I'm tuning into. I'm tuning into the frequency of 111.1. I'm tuning into, you know, the radio mm -hmm. station of 111.1. And we can also have faith that as we continue to do that, others, thousands upon thousands, every time we sit in meditation, every time we choose the higher vibration, thousands upon thousands, on this earth are also waking up because of our energy that we are creating. We're paving the way. We're like the walking statue of Liberty that's saying, come this way. Here's a path that's already illuminated. Come this way. And you can feel the people, the souls behind you going, I can do this now. I'm ready to let go of that. I'm ready to let go of this. I'm ready to stand in my power here 
And you can feel that energy from behind you start moving forward as people really start standing in their power because of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love everything you're speaking to it. it you're reminding me, you know, <laughs> I mean, I take such uh, you know, I practice that. I take that as a responsibility, how I manage my energy. I feel purpose in that. And then um, it's like, I have conversations with you and it's just kind of an awesome reminder. I love that. Mm. Yeah. We're helping each other. Remember every <laughs> single person, every single person is an integral part. Everyone. I love that. So describe how you help others or how do you work with other people to help them remember and um, do this kind of work for themselves? Yes. Uh, what I do, the different platforms that I've created, uh, each thing that I do, I call it a platform or a foundation of light. And so I've created, you know, two book platforms where in these books are embedded um, the energy of the oneness, the energy of the remembrance of that kindness and love always prevails. And so when people sit within the books that I've written, uh, it takes quite a while for me to write them because as I'm doing that, I'm embedding this energy and so that people can feel that. They can feel that vibration. They can tune into that frequency of, of love when they're reading them. So th- that's a platform of how I assist people. I also assist people with those um, weekly uh, circle in-person groups and teleconferences. Mm-hmm. And then another uh platform, of course, is through uh, doing podcasts like this with others just like yourself, where we're creating these landing pages, if you will, for people to come in and tune into the remembrance of what is real and um, let go of the illusions of this world that keep us feeling small and limited instead of limitless and formless and um, helping us remember to be willing to uh, choose to walk our divine essence out into the world. I also have uh, most of the things that I do provide, and it's just because of um, uh, I know I am here to be of service on this earth. This is um, as all of us are. And uh, one of the things that I do is I want to be able to provide these platforms for absolutely everyone. And I provide them, mostly all of them are free of service, free of charge. And the universe just takes care of me. It, I mm-hmm. always find enough, you know, abundance. Um, so I also have a website um, called violetwisdom.com, which is a platform that has podcasts, YouTube videos, but it also has an online free um, how to connect in with uh, your angels and your divine essence. And it's, um, it has course modules with audio and meditations, and that can all be found on Uh, the Violet Wisdom website. And then I also provide retreats. And this is one of the many things that just lights me up is connecting with lightworkers all across the country. Um, And they come and we really sit in this union of oneness for four days. And um, it's just an incredible experience sitting out in the Um, I have these retreats on this 300 acre farm in Southern Minnesota Mm -hmm. where the hills are rolling and the butterflies are flying by and the dragonflies and we sit and you really, really are like, are we in heaven? Is this heaven? (laughs) Is this what it, what we're being asked to create in our lives and spread this out in the world. So I I love to help people 
sit in that energy for, you know, four days nonstop so they can really embed that in their being and go, remember, 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 this Mm -hmm. is what it's all about. So those are just some of the things. Oh, wow. Your offerings sound just lovely. I'll have to, I'm looking forward to reading your books. Sometimes I get to do that before a recording and sometimes they don't, but um, yours are definitely a couple that I'm going to check out. Um, Any final um, message you want to share with the listeners about creating miracles through love? Well, I think that also um, how we create miracles is we are in a state of willingness where we aren't trying to change anyone. We are standing witness to the divine essence within them. We are just standing witness and holding space. And sometimes, many times, miracles can be created by just listening. If someone is going through some kind of um, experience of anger or frustration, They don't need people to tell them, here, do this or do that. And a lot of times we're like wanting to give them a tool. And I've done that a lot of times as well. Like we'll offer them something. But a lot of times, and this is where it's really important, the more that we are willing to listen to the voice of the divine and stay in the alignment with the voice of the divine, which is speaking to us all the time, instead of listening to the ego, which wants us to do and do and do. Mm-hmm. The divine is asking us to be, be and be and be, be in this space of being willing to step aside and not interfere with the energy that can flow through us. Like I, I see myself and I you know, teach other people, be the pillar of light, like be the redwood tree where you imagine yourself just standing there in this power and strength and you aren't asked to say anything. Let that person just um, tell you whatever they need to tell you and you just listen with a compassionate heart. And if you're allowing yourself to listen with a compassionate heart, you can change the world that way because you're not trying to change that person, which means that you're judging them, which closes down your heart. You're just being willing to let the light flow through you so that they can receive their own epiphany, aha Mm. um, moment. And if you have, if I'm not sure how you're doing on time, but if you have two minutes, I can give you a perfect example of how I would love that. Yeah. Okay. So this was one of the biggest illuminations for me. Um, that happened last year and every time you get in the space of willingness to not interfere when the divine wants to work through you, you will create a miracle that is absolutely a 100% guarantee. So last year I was in Minnesota visiting my daughter and I was driving on a road going one way North and two lanes were going South. So I was on the northbound lane. And as I'm driving, a woman passes by me on a motorcycle and, um, lays down her motorcycle like her motorcycle crashed you know oh so I immediately because I'm like you know show me what to do where you know decide for me how may I serve today when I wake up in the morning and I do that Mm -hmm. you know the universe will put things in front of me so I immediately got anchored in the stillness within myself by just breathing in and out slowly And I turned the corner, I did a U-turn, and I pulled up right behind her. And uh, just as she was um, 
bringing her motorcycle back upright. Mm -hmm. And I heard in my my head um, or felt it, maybe I'll say that that's more of a better you know, we, we say like I heard, but it's really a, it's a feeling that came over my entire being where the voice of the divine was speaking through me. And it said, just stand witness to her brilliance over and over, stand witness Mm -hmm. to her brilliance. And so when we are not doing stuff where we're being everything, we will be guided. And this guidance said, do not, you know, do not interfere, stand witness. So I first asked her, may I assist you with helping you get your bike upright? Because I didn't want to override her and overpower her. That's our old, that's Mm -hmm. the old energy of the earth. Like, let me just help you. You're injured. You're sick. You're this, you're that. Mm -hmm. So I asked her and she said, no, I got this. So as we're standing in the road, I'm kind of, you know, directing traffic, you know, to go around us. And um, I stood there then still, I got in the present moment, which is when you're really aware of the, like the sounds around you, you're, you're tuning into the feelings and everything. So I'm tuning into the sound. I'm anchoring my energy. I'm just turning up my heart and I'm breathing in and out. So she's getting her bike and I asked her again, may I assist you in any way? And she said, no, I've got this. So I stood there and I stood witness to her brilliance. Like I imagined that there was this beautiful butterfly in her chest and it was vibrating and being this beautiful, beautiful bluish um, energy, you know, energy with this light behind it. And I was just seeing her as the Christ consciousness in her as well as me. And Mm -hmm. I let the energy run through me. So I did not interfere with the process that she needed to go through. I Mm -hmm. did not interfere. And this went on for like three or four minutes And so after um, she got her bike back upright and she started getting herself all um, kind of calmed down again, I stood there for another like four minutes with her and just stood there and just held space for her and sent her love, compassionate love from my heart. And and it was just the, the coolest thing ever. It's like you can feel that energy when you're not interfering. You can feel it. So as um, she was getting ready, I said, are, are you okay, you know, to drive? Does it feel all right for you to drive? So um, she's like, yes, I'm, I'm fine. So she had these saddlebags on the back of her motorcycle. And as she tipped it back upright and everything got upright, um, she started her motorcycle because it was okay. She didn't, it wasn't a, you know, she wasn't going that fast when she tipped it over. So it was just like, she was kind of in the shock of like, oh my gosh, she tipped over my bike. Yeah. So, as she drove, um, as she turned her, her motorcycle on, as she started um, getting ready to go, she turned to me and she said, I love you. And then she drove away. Wow. And, I, and as she drove away, the power of that I love you came into my being. And then I looked down on the road and out of her saddlebag was this big knife that fell out of her bag. And... I stood there and I was like, what I'm asking the universe, you know, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. And it was very clear. It came in. She laid down her sword today. And so did you. Mm. So this sword of like the struggle and this battle and fight, like when I was standing witness for her, what I give, I also receive. So when I was giving her just love and standing witness to her brilliance, she gave that back to me but in the form of telling me, I love you. Thank you for helping me. And I also, because of what you did, 
I'm laying down this battle and this fight for me myself too. And also, as I said before, thousands upon thousands of others, wherever they are, also that day, as it goes up to the collective of what she and I created in that vignette that day, then other people around the world, wherever they are, they're also choosing to let down their sword, the struggle, the battle, the fighting with Mm -hmm. others, the war. So this is what we do for other people when we just stand witness and we get out of the way of the divine and we let the divine work through us. Wow, Molly, I love that. What a powerful story and example of of how we can be guided in our actions. You know, I felt that too before where it's like I kind of will know when to say something, when to hold back or but we can do that really in in all moments of our life, I feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, thank you so much for sharing today. Uh, gosh, there's so many brilliant takeaways from, from what you were speaking to. So what would be the best way for the listeners to connect with you if they want to learn more? Yes, if they would like to find uh, my information and the platforms, you can go to violetwisdom.com. So that's www.violetwisdom.com. And you can also go to, for the retreats, uh, www.mollyfriedenfeld.com. And both of those websites flow back and forth to each other. So if you find um, one of them, the resources, you'll, you'll find the other one as well. So yes, both of those websites. And I wanted to say to you, Rachel, thank mm-hmm. you so much for everything that you're doing and the platforms that you are creating. You are lighting up this world in a very special way. And I am uh, sincerely grateful for the energy that you're bringing forth onto this planet. Oh, thank you so much, Molly. You are just lovely. I've enjoyed this. Thank you. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners, if you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button so you get all of the latest episodes. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your freedom and radiant expression, you can get my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You from Amazon. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.